We're straight fucking in there today. None of that old foreplay that you like from me. No, it's Bish Bash Bosh, episode 126 of the Speed Mentor podcast. For all of those who think that you're too old for tech and social media, and who think it's only for the younger generation, and who don't know how or why or if they should get started. Wee bit like that foreplay I was talking about earlier on. Yes, if that's you, this episode is for you. And I'm going to start by letting you know that I got trolled recently by a particular person and the idea for this podcast immediately hit me like a kick in the balls from a stubborn donkey that hasn't had his toenails clipped for too long. And before you before you send a letter to your MP, I do know that donkeys don't have toenails, so fuck away off. Now, it's amazing how much you can learn and crystallise from the trolls. Some of my best work actually comes from them, in fact, so I'm always indebted for them for helping me sharpen my weapon. Yeah, you can tell I'm in a playful mood today and we're going to get stuck right in now. Now, mind you, I get far less trollsies. I just want to let you know in this little thing that's been a bit weird. I'm not sure whether I've told you this before, but I get far less trolls these days since I posted that I factor in um, that the trolling I receive, that I am actually using that as one of their criteria when I'm making procurement decisions about what businesses that my multiple business interests should do business with. Now, not because I worry about the trolls. In fact, I quite enjoy playing with them like a cat with a dead mouse. But because if if an employer or a fellow uh, business partner or somebody is letting their staff or their partners run amok on LinkedIn and elsewhere and trolling other business people like me, then I wouldn't expose my staff or my customers or my businesses um, to a culture that is crea- uh, clearly rotten to the core. So when I'm making these decisions about procurement, I am taking into account um, the fact that I am being trolled by other particular businesses or staff within them or business partners within them. And certainly I don't want to do business with them. So, and many of them, since I have actually done that post, have run away because they're fricked. Hey, do you know what? I almost miss you all. Maybe I should resile from that position and say, do you know what? I'm going to give you a business even if you troll me just so that you'll come back and have another little pop, because I do miss you a little bit. But anyway, back to the episode um, before I get too far sidetracked. Now, some people will tell you just to ignore the trolls, to block them, um, for instance. And ultimately, sometimes you have to do that. But because I understand my own message and goals so well, and everything I do is mapped out towards them, I like to understand the motivations of anyone who trolls me or gaslights me. So if they do so, I'll go and check who else they've trolled, what are their interests, what are they achieving or not achieving in life, how often are they on social, what proportion of their material is of a trolling nature, and if I'm getting a higher proportion of that trolling nature directed towards me, or have they previously reached out to me, maybe by DM, and I've missed the DM, because I get a lot of an awful lot of DMs on LinkedIn and elsewhere. Uh, And often a failure on my part to reply can sometimes trigger the trolling as someone thinks I'm a fraud because I don't respond to every single request. Um, When somebody says that they'll buy me a cup of tea, by the way, I can't afford my own cups of tea, so don't bother sending me messages that you're going to buy me a coffee. Um, Because remember, I'm trying to change the mindsets of a whole country and converting non-believers is most certainly part of my journey. And in fact, I just got a big scalp in that space recently 
when I'm very proud to say that I had taken a lot of shit from somebody for a long time and I stayed resolute and I was absolutely fucking relentless and I've converted somebody who was previously trolling me. So I do like to keep those channels to the trolls open because you can learn a massive amount from them. So that's the backdrop into some of the things I'm looking at um, to understand the motives of the trolls and the gaslighters. I'm always polite back to them and I can learn more from them um, when they are continuing to attack, actually. Um, and they're feeding my knowledge, even though they're usually too stupid to realise it. So I had one recently. This is all building up to what this episode is about. So I had one recently and I encouraged um, them just a little bit more uh, encouraged them, just sort of left a few extra wee uh, sort of Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs just to keep them trolling a wee bit more so that I could understand the whole fucking enchilada of their motives around their trolling of me. Not just an overview, but just really get to understand them. And after I coaxed it out of them a little bit more, it hit me like that donkey with the long fucking toenails that I was talking about right in my huge cojones. Now, this, do you know what it was? This was actually a sort of a young versus old thing was their problem. Or maybe it might be better described as a, as a new versus old. Or maybe something like a Justin Bieber versus a Victor Meldrew. You, you, you know what I mean. I don't believe it. All right, my Victor Meldrew is absolutely rubbish. But you know what I'm saying? I, I started to understand. They didn't understand. They were struggling. Um, to understand this new social media platform and how it can be applied to your business and to your life. Now, I think it was clear, I, I, I think it was a fear that there's a whole, on their part, that there's a whole world of media, of new means of communication, a new language developing from the young upwards. And if the older people, and I'll include myself in that, if we don't adopt it, then maybe um, we can actually somehow hold the line and beat the waves back that are lapping against our, our castles that are built of sand if we can just hold the line and not adopt the stuff that the younger people are bringing up to ourselves. And, and, and that was the feeling that I got as I investigated their reasons for actually trolling me because I am actually embracing it. I'm not building a sand castle or a castle of sand on the beach as the waves come in. I'm actually getting stuck in. So just because you're 40 plus or 50 plus or 60 for that matter doesn't mean you have to yield the playing field to the younger generation and then attack one of those like myself who's refusing to cede the future to the young. You know, I want to be part of the future. Why don't you? You can learn this stuff and stake a claim. Have your own big dollop of cream out there in this bountiful um, horizon of great stuff that's coming through. Now remember... um. This before you start gurning about somebody like me who's already made the jump. I've made the jump, folks. It's your turn to jump after me. It's much easier for an old... In fact, here's, here's a wee clue for you. It's much easier. How do you think I've got established so quickly? It's much easier for an older person to stand out in social and make traction because there's far fewer of us actually engaged in it. For younger people, there are millions of them pretty much doing all the same thing You'll be able to bring your own unique perspective from your own life experience. And if you're a bit older, you will have more experience and knowledge. Now, I'm going to give you the full toolkit of ideas to boost your opportunities in this um, in this ap- uh, podcast episode. I'm going to give you about eight different things that you can apply or to help you apply or to help you to learn this stuff so that you can actually start maximising it for yourself rather than sitting on the sidelines 
and throwing bricks at my particular greenhouse. Now, hook up, why don't you hook up here? It's just a wee, a wee giveaway. I'm not even putting this in. There's not one of the ones here's a wee giveaway. Why don't you hook up um, in this space, uh, maybe get a tutorial, a one-to-one tutorial, maybe somebody like Lucy McMullen. Now, I'm not paid to say this. Lucy McMullen helped me recently with the, the Greatest Showman event and, and did a video for it. So that's the only reason I mentioned her. Um, I think she still does this stuff and probably cost you £100 to get a one-to-one tutorial with somebody like Lucy or anybody else who's out there and you could reap thousands, if not tens of thousands in return as you maximise your personal brand. Now, do you believe in your potential so little that you wouldn't invest £100 in it? Do you know what the scary answer is to that question? And it actually breaks my heart. The scary answer is that most won't invest that but they'll go out and they'll drop £200 on a boozy night out on a Saturday. Seriously, folks, get your shit together. This actually breaks my heart, man. So here's a list of, of eight quick ideas that you can implement to help you get stuck in the new technology, social media, and increase the value of your offering to the world. Now, remember what I've said before, the world values and gives back to the producers and creators and not to the consumers. So you've got to be a producer of stuff that others want to want to see or can see value in and not a consumer like so many people out there, probably 90% of the population. So here goes my list of the, of the eight things that you can do um, to really change this up for you. Number one, here's something radical. Why not ask your niece or your grandson or your child for a tutorial on how to do stuff? I bet you they'd be chuffed that you value them enough to ask them rather than spend your time telling them to get off their devices Look, the next generation intuitively understands this stuff. They're growing up with it. You didn't. So what a great way to connect or reconnect with them and build a lasting relationship on and offline with them. When I was young, I charged my dad for washing his car. Now, that had an actual fixed value. Now, imagine training someone to use technology or social media. The potential of that young person is actually given into you is absolutely huge. So you can reward them even more than you might have done for three or four or five quid for washing a car. So if you're a younger person and listen to this, this isn't just for the older people, if you're a younger person listen to this pod and you know your shit and say you're 14 years of age, why not check out what your mum or your dad or your granddad's business or personal profile is or their website and maybe go and train yourself on WordPress or Insta Stories and start charging all those older people for it. And if you're the older person, why not reach out to that 14-year-old that you know who's related to you and say, listen... Could have some advice from you and I'm prepared to pay you for your time. Number two, if you don't know how to make your own content, check out sites such as Fiverr, and that's spelled F-I-V-E-R-R, or Freelancer, or get a VA to help you create videos or subtitles or do some design for you. You don't need to hire a marketing company or spend a fortune. Like I can remember starting out a few years ago and all I had was a s- subscription to Adobe to create to help me create a few PDFs. Uh, to publicise uh, my business at the time, which is Yogi Berry, where I started my social media stuff. Now, that was about £7 a month investment, and that gave me the ability to create loads and loads of marketing material. So, number three, the great news is you don't even need to spend money at all these days on that Adobe or anything else, because you have now got Canva, C-A-N-V-A, which is for free, and which is probably the best online creative tool, which is absolutely brilliant to create marketing images on your social feeds. Now, I would say um, that you may need no other tool in your armory to create great content um, other than Canva. And it's motherfucking for free. Jesus Christ, man. 
Why are you not using it? It's free. I mean, seriously, am I wasting my breath? Um, just go and while you're listening to this, if you're sitting on your computer now, go and open up a new tab on your computer right now and create yourself an account on Canva. C-A-N-V-A. Number four, if you weirdly have um, uh, not got uh, younger relations to ask, if you don't have any young, younger relations to ask, that would be not, not weird, but it'd be unusual that you wouldn't have any other younger relations who might know this stuff. And you aren't prepared to spend £100 on some tuition one-to-one because you're a tight bastard. Then you're still in luck because, as I've said before, knowledge has been democratised on the internet. In the past, if you wanted to know how to do something, you had to go down to your local library and do some research and maybe borrow a book and spend two or three days maybe doing some research. These days, all you got to do is switch on your computer, flick up YouTube videos, and there's a video for just about everything, providing the answers to just about any query you could possibly have in video form. So, for instance, my social media had largely been on LinkedIn, um, albeit I'd probably more LinkedIn uh, content than anybody else in the country at that stage. But about a year ago, I decided that I wanted to tap in to a younger audience in case I was missing something. And I hummed and hard as to whether to go for Facebook or for Insta, and I plumped for Insta, but I hadn't a clue how to use it. So roll up YouTube videos and a bit of practice and I was soon mastering how to do Insta stories and how to use the PMs on Insta all from a YouTube video which I watched. Now I'm up to over 2,000 um, uh, Insta followers from scratch and they're all real and they're all engaged followers and I'm flat out on my stories. Why don't you hit me out, hit me up and check them out. And there's absolutely no reason why you can't do that too through uh, YouTube uh, videos. Now, number five, this is this is one that will be easy for you to understand. I've seen improvements in the last year as I've banged on about this quite a bit and I even ran a charity event to help on- entrepreneurs with this and it's to get a few headshots, a few headshot pictures done that you can use in various profile pics, avatars, social media posts and elsewhere. Look, grab a, a look at some of my pictures. Oh, for instance, you can look at my at the marketing pick for my podcast. I'm on the front in a sort of uh, Usain Bolt uh, type of pose, you know, sort of archer to the stars type thing. Um, when I go to a headshot session, I'm not just thinking about getting a standard pick with a cheesy grin done on a bland background. No, I'm thinking about multiple poses, multiple different backgrounds, all of which I can use and release over many months and get huge value to, um, all for the price of one or two hundred pounds. Number six, I actually think that the vanity metrics around the amount of likes or lack thereof for those who may be starting out or thinking about starting out um, to find their voice uh, on social media might be a barrier to entry to some of those who are afraid to put content out just in case they only get one or two likes. But there's some great news coming down the pipe um, on this one as Instagram is trialling withdrawal of the actual like, the thumbs up, the like feature on their platform now. And I believe this might encourage more of the golden oldies to get stuck in as as only you in the future going forward will know how many likes you have and not the other users of the platform. They won't know. So the fear factor that if you're not showing some flesh that is so prevalent on Instagram um, that you'll not get any engagement, that won't matter as much um, because nobody will see how many likes you've got and you'll be able to tell a broader palette of stories so you're going to have no excuses and from now on and you gotta get going because the likes are going to go soon on instagram from what i can make out now number seven 
What about investing in a training course? Now, there are loads of them happening up and down the country. You can do an online course for maybe £30 or a group session um, uh, with people um, offline anywhere from between 50 and £100. Or you could do a one-to-one course from £100 upwards. And you can get these in nearly every channel from Instagram to LinkedIn to Twitter to Facebook. And you can source them in every town and city up and down the country. Just look for them on whatever platform you're interested in using and you'll see them advertised. Very often they're backed by your local council and you might even get them for free. Now do a bit of research on the course trainer. See how they maximise that platform and what their content engagement is like and also ask around and you'll get you'll soon get a feel for if the trainer is actually a good fit for the build for yourself and make sure you get somebody good. And number eight, I love this one. Who doesn't want to be the most popular person in your group? Now imagine you can take this advice that I'm giving you today. Get up to speed on this stuff and then help and connect with other people in your age group and your demographic of experience. Okay? So you see what I'm saying there? If you're brave enough to open yourself up to this brave new world, there will be lots of friends and colleagues and old school friends and you can be Mr. or Mrs. Popular and strengthen your bond with the people who are in your age bracket as they marvel at what you're doing and how you can actually help them. Look, I get this all the time. If I go to a party or a meet-up with old school friends, I am always, absolutely always, the most in-demand person in the room. Now, I'm not more interesting than any of the others. Well, I probably think that I am, but I don't like to say it. But it's actually my ability to get my message out there on social, on these modern platforms that is so fascinating to others who are in and around the 50 age bracket and are prepared um, to let this stuff go by, but they're interested about how they might be able to take advantage and they love asking me about my stuff and what they can learn from me. So if you can actually manage to get this stuff nailed, you'll actually open up a whole new strength of bond and friendship with a whole lot of people in your own age group too. So there you have it. Instead of losing your shit with me because I've refused to let social media pass me by just because I'm the thick end of 50. In fact, this reminds me that only four and a half years ago, only four and a half years ago, I had to get a 21-year-old in my business to set up a Facebook account for me because I didn't know how to do it. So I didn't even have a Facebook account four and a half years ago. I had to get a 21-year-old to set it up for me. Now, I could have just said, oh, I'm 45 years of age. I've got a great business. I don't need to embrace social media. I can let it all pass me by. But I didn't. I said to myself, get a younger person to help me get started on this and help me get stuck into it. Okay? Now, in those four odd years... I have blogged, I have vlogged, I have smashed LinkedIn, I have podcasted, if podcasted is actually a word, I'm smashing the gram, I've built multiple new businesses because I was prepared to do all of that on top of my traditional trading businesses, and I did all of those points that I've highlighted above in those journeys. Those number one, the eight posts, uh, eight points that I've highlighted above, I did every single one of those on my journey to where I am today. And the one thing I must also say, just in tying this up nicely, the one thing that I've never done is troll or gaslight anyone whatsoever on that journey. Look, if I don't have something positive to say, I don't say anything. It's just wasted energy, folks. And you should take that approach too. So if you're not sure how to start, just reach out to me and I'm happy to give you a pointer or two. Hit me up on my social, particularly Insta or LinkedIn. And while you're at it, why don't you give me that review of this free resource which I know that you know I deserve 
And I'll also give you a wee shout out on the pod. How's that for a little bargain? But for me, for this week, that's your lot. I wish you to take this advice in this episode really, really seriously. It can change your life, folks. And let's see a lot more of the people like me with the grey whiskers maximising the opportunities that you have at your fingertips. But of course, whether you do or not, it's your choice. <laughs>